Tiger Bomb Sports Audio Entertainment presents The Process. Process, this is your boy Ralph. This is a Tiger Bomb Sports Audio Entertainment podcast. We're going to get into talking about week 16 of NFL action from a fantasy football perspective um, and, and try to give you guys a few tips. My attempt to get you some information before the holiday. Last year, I just did a, uh, a write-up, but I missed a few weeks here and there already this, this year. So we're going to do a quick one for you. Really quickly, before I forget, before I forget, we have to do the where to find us in the beginning or else if we put it at the end, I will never remember. So right before we dive into our week 16, www.tigerbombsae.com. If you're new to the show, you can go to the website. You can listen to this podcast there. You can watch the YouTube page there, too, um, or get a link to it, watch it on YouTube, whatever. Like and subscribe. You know how it goes. If you are a podcast on the per- go kind of person, Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, whatever, search for Tiger Bomb Sports Audio Entertainment. Uh, we should come up. You can like and subscribe us and uh, keep up that way. If you are a social media person, Facebook, Twitter, you know, you can find us both the same way at the process TBSAE. All right. I think that's the heavy lifting, guys. Let's talk about where we go from here because as the as the show title says, it's like we're li- we're getting things in the line of sight. We're getting ready for the the championship game. This is another step on the rung. If you're like me, maybe you had some bye weeks last week. Maybe you already gritted it out through round one. But this is where it starts to get heavy. So we want to make sure that we're focused on the right goal, um, which is to ultimately bring home that season-long championship. And for me, it's about like supplementing a not-great year in DFS, which, by the way, we did great in this past week. Sometimes it goes like that. But that's what this show is all about, to kind of ramble on to start out. I know it's kind of painful if you've been listening to this for a while, but for the new folks, this is about the best free quality football analysis that I think you're going to find. I'm not asking for your money. I'm giving you the best information that I could provide after hours and hours and hours, on average 20 hours a week of just researching football. I've done over 1,200 minutes of content this year alone. So, That's what you're getting. I don't have the benefit of that. I don't know what you're thinking. I can't hear what you're thinking. But you get to know what I would do in certain scenarios. And then you guys can use that information or don't use it or ping pong off of it or do the exact opposite of what I say. I don't care. But it's a utility is what it is. Um, Last week, how do we do? Because we're just rolling through, right? No segments. This is just like we did last week. We're just going to roll through real quick. How do we do? You know, seasonal did great and even really looking for good performances from teams that are in the playoffs already because it's a momentum thing. We got to get used to winning. You know, if you're like me, I'm looking at the opponent that I think I'm going to face this week. I'm looking at him last week and measuring my guys versus his guys. I'm trying to see, can I match up pound for pound? But if you didn't make it out of the playoffs or you weren't in the playoffs, it's okay. You can pivot back to DFS. Um, maybe I'll have a few words of wisdom there. I'm not going to give picks just like I did last week, but maybe I'll go over some picks that I did last week. Um, I think you guys got the basics at this point. If you're new, go back to the earlier episodes. If you like and subscribe in one of those apps like iTunes, Stitcher, or Spotify, or whatever, 
you can get those earlier episodes of the podcast where we uh, I'm sorry the process podcast where we actually break down a lot of that theory that analysis just really granular level if you want that because we're going real high overshot this week we're dropping bombs boom dropping bombs like our fantasy teams are going to be doing basically this whole holiday weekend Thursday uh Saturday Sunday they should gave us something on Friday just to tide us over but with the holiday uh Christmas being on Sunday we're only gonna get three games we're gonna get football on Saturday mostly so Christmas Eve football that's fantastic but again last week um I hope you didn't get in you know fall into this trap of like thinking about the weather sitting Josh Allen right and you lost because of that that's your guy. You drafted him so high. You have to play. This is the process, right? It's like just stuff we say all year. You got to play your guys. Make a depth chart. Play your guys. Now, I did say last week, you know, you got to go with um, logic. If there's a guy has been underperforming all year and you got a guy on the bench that you could sub in over him, now's the time to break the depth chain of command and remake another one, right? Like we've got to go with what works. I don't mean to just, you know, go out on a whim, but if you need – something else some upside maybe you have it as an example so not just to leave you guys hanging i have a team with jerry G- and this team is it's of no consequence now but we didn't make the playoffs but i had jerry judy and and mike evans on this team okay now the other two receivers though were amari cooper and justin jefferson so heavier receiver lighter running back on this team playing a receiver in the in the flex so all year i'm playing justin jefferson mari cooper and mike evans in the flex this is the point of me giving you this advice about making that pivot if you need to i had judy on the bench he had a couple of weeks then he got hurt then he was out for a while then he comes back and he does okay but at some point i had to make the decision I'm trying to make the playoffs. I got to make a move. I'm not getting the spark from Evans. He's getting five. He's getting three. He's getting none. Put in Judy all of a sudden. Back-to-back double-digit. You know, three double-digit weeks now. So that's a shot in the arm to my team on the guy that was sitting on the bench the whole time, obviously because of injuries. But really, I wasn't playing him because I was looking for the upside from Evans before. Go with the sure thing. That's the sure thing between those two. I know Evans had a decent week. Um, was it last week? But I don't, you know... Those have been few and far in between. I felt much better playing Judy these last couple of weeks. And uh, as I said, of no consequence for that team. But lesson learned for another team where I've had some different guys in the flex. Now I may consider Judy there as well. And so that's what I did last week. Now that was a first place team on a bye. But I plugged them in. I'm looking at what we did versus my opponent who I will face this week and feel fine about it. Guys, the whole thing about this is make some knowledgeable picks and play hard. Maybe get a little luck, but don't be down on yourselves if you didn't make the playoffs or if you don't go far in the playoffs, if you get booted right away. This is a hard thing to win. As I said, there's a little luck involved. We can have certainly some skill, and I hope I help add to that for you, but it's a slog, man, and sometimes it just don't go your way. Maybe you're like me. Some of these teams, you know, at, you know Cooper Cup, Goddard, Ertz, all these people go down, right? So it's like it's a heavy year for injuries that we discussed along the way. So if it didn't work out for you, don't beat yourself up too much. That's what next season is for. We come back stronger. We don't surrender. The process means you start over again. That means you do better research to start the year. You listen to me earlier. Listen to me from the beginning. I know what a lot of you do. You catch on in the middle. 
the process starts at the beginning. It starts at the beginning. We got to draft correctly. Some of those names we mentioned and rookies to watch, the way we said draft these guys in round one, round two, round three, if you listen, you would have more teams gearing towards the playoffs than you wouldn't because I just freely gave that information and it's still out there right now. Moving on to this week. It's going to get tough. There are some good matchups. There are some teams trying to get home field advantage. That's still a thing. You need that. It's tough. It's the NFL. So Buffalo's not giving up. Houston's not, or um, Kansas City's not giving up. And then we've got a lot of other teams uh, fighting to stay in it, right? So there's going to be some football <coughs> this week for sure. If we take a look at would you rather... We'll just do that very quickly. Give you some context here. Cordell Patterson versus Brandon Ayuk this week. And Patterson and the Falcons are uh, facing the Baltimore Ravens, if I recall correctly. Yep. So Patterson versus the Ravens. And then Brandon Ayuk and the Niners are squaring off against... Um, <clears throat> Washington. Washington. They are hosting Washington. So, you know, for me this week, I would I would want to say Cordell Patterson because the Atlanta's just going to run. That's what they want to do. They find various ways to do it. Algiers is going to be mixed in there, but Cordell can get double digits um, because of so many touches and so many ways they get in the ball. And they're in the thick of that playoff race down there in the NFC South still. So they're going to be playing hard. I don't think IU is necessarily going to have a bad day, but he's obviously not as high as other guys in the pecking order, and San Francisco might not have to go that far down the line to win the game. Zay Jones or J.K. Dobbins? I, you know, I'm going to say Dobbins here. The Jaguars have a tough matchup. That's going to be a good game. They have a tough matchup against the Jets, and they're in New York, as far if I'm, am not mistaken. Uh, so that's going to be an interesting football game. But the Jets' defense have been pretty tough. Whereas Dobbins and Baltimore, I think they're going to find some room on the ground against this Falcons defense against the run. They're on the back end, back end of the NFL, so uh, we'll say Dobbins there. Now, Donovan Peoples-Jones or, Z- or Zonovan Knight. I'm going to go with Zonovan Knight here. If you saw Cleveland last week, I mean, they didn't look inspired. They didn't look like they wanted to be out there. They're 6-8, and eight, pretty much a reach to be making it. They're playing New Orleans. They're hosting New Orleans five and nine. I just, I, I don't, I, you know, you know, maybe Chubb or Watson or whatever. But I don't have interest in Peoples Jones this week. They're not playing for much, and it just didn't seem like it. Knight's gonna have to run hard. Jets are gonna need this one. The Dolphins lost, which is very good news for the Jets as their playoff hopes are still alive. So we'll say Knight runs. Gabe Davis or Deion Jackson. Now. Here I'm going to go with Deion Jackson because that's the better matchup. Uh, the the Colts actually have the Monday night game, if I'm not mistaken. They're hosting the Chargers. And L.A., the way to beat them is on the ground. We've seen Deion Jackson do some uh, interesting things so far this year. We know that he has some capability. That's a possibility for, for Saturday's boys. Gabe Davis, on the other hand, and, Bal- and Buffalo. Now, as I said before, they're still playing, but they got Chicago. I mean, I think Diggs is going to have a good day. I mean, they could run it with Singletary. I just don't know um, where Gabe Davis is in the pecking order versus the urgency to get Deion Jackson the ball. Obviously, no JT. So I'll go JT. 
uh, De- Deontay Johnson or Isaiah Pacheco. Now I'm going to go Johnson because I think uh, McCole Hartman comes back, hurts Pacheco a little bit. They don't have to lean on the run as much. They're still playing because they're trying to get the home court or the home field advantage throughout all the playoffs. You know, it's only the one seed that gets the bye now. So they're playing Buffalo. They're both 11-3. and three. I'm going to say Deontay Johnson here. I know Pittsburgh is not a great football team, and they aren't playing for anything right now. But this is a Mike Tomlin team. They're at home. Vegas is a trash football team right now. Pittsburgh knows how to play football, and they don't let their coach down. They're going to play hard. I could see Deontay Johnson, even though Pickett's going to start, I could see him outscoring Isaiah Pacheco uh, in this Kansas City offense because, as I said, McCole Harmon coming back. Uh, there's just a lot of weapons. I don't necess- We've seen Pacheco get eaten a little bit already over the past couple of weeks slow down. Rookie wall is a real thing. Remember that Seattle, uh, it's going to be a tough football game. I think there's some room on the ground, but McKinnon just looks so much better. He's involved in the passing game. Um, I don't think Pacheco gets blanked, but, uh, you know, you know, surely Deontay Johnson, if it was a tournament lineup, I'd say Johnson. If it was a cash game lineup, I'd say Pacheco. All right. Jamal Williams from, from the Lions or DJ Moore for Carolina. That's an interesting one right there because these two teams are facing each other. Uh, I'm going to say Williams, but Moore can have a good game too. I'm saying Williams because he could get in the box twice. I think both these guys could could be really good plays this week. Um, I, I know Carolina's not playing for much. Detroit is. Detroit's coming. They're playing football, right? And so there's some motivation there. That's an interesting one. Mike Williams or James Conner. Uh, I would say James Conner here versus Mike Williams. I, you know, Baltimore, or I'm sorry, for the Chargers, I think playing the Colts makes more sense to assert the run. Eckler should play. I think they'll have more, they'll find more room on the ground, and if not with Eckler, Kelly should be fine. But, you know, looking at the other matchup, James Conner, Arizona, they're playing um, Tampa Bay, right? And so Tampa Bay... A little stout against the run. I mean, you know, this is a tough one. I'm going to go Connor because of the touches. Mike Williams not guaranteed the touches with Allen's back. And if Eckler plays, I mean, there's a lot of other directions they can go. Between the two, if I had to say, I'd say Connor. Devontae Smith or Rashad White. Now, there should be room to run against Arizona. I don't know that the Bucks are a really good enough team to get, like, up like that, though. If that was the case, then White would be in play running the ball down at the end of the game garbage time. Tampa Bay's on the road. They haven't been great. I mean, Arizona hasn't been great either, but this is two very not good football teams. I don't want to go over excited about Rashad White. He's splitting time with Fournette, who's back. We'll say Devonta Smith. He's going to have to produce, I think, to help out if Hurts plays and if Hurts doesn't play. And they got Gardner Minshew, who should still be serviceable. They're playing the Cowboys, are the Eagles. So, should you know, everybody's got to get up for that one. Big-time matchup there against this Cowboy defense. That's been a little had here and there a little bit lately. But uh, I would just say Devonta Smith. Much more urgency in that game there uh, with those Titans of two teams. And then... Jarek McKinnon or Chris Godwin. I, you know, Godwin is in a great place. I will say him over McKinnon just because Pacheco's lurking. McCole Harbin's coming back. But 
the one consistent thing for Tom Brady has been Chris Godwin. So let's go in that direction. Brandon Ayuk or Tyler Algier. Now, I will say uh, Algier here, just the same way I said Patterson over Ayuk, because they both went over double digits, Algier and Patterson, last week. And so can they both do it again this week? Yes, they can. They're going to have to find some way to play with Baltimore, and running is ultimately the better way to try to attack that football team. Marquise Goodwin or Deion Jackson. I'm going to go Deion Jackson. We talked about the prime matchup. Uh, Goodwin and company plays in Kansas City. Yes, it should be all systems go for this offense, but if Lockett's going to play, I mean, you've got Lockett, Metcalf, Walker. Now, if we start losing some of these guys, then Goodwin swings back into you know more play because Seattle should be chasing. Uh, but for now, we got to go with Deion Jackson. Mind you guys, this is Tuesday. I have to give it to you early so I can enjoy the holiday, right? So you, so we can all enjoy the holiday. But things may change, so you got to watch that one. Now, Cam Akers for our last thing here, or Elijah Moore. Cam Akers, not the best runner, but man, he played a soft Green Bay defense. You know that you know he looked decent. Um, th- you know, this week they're up against Denver. That's the easier path to victory than passing. Um, so I do think that. The Rams are going to try to run the ball. Elijah Moore and the Jets, um, you know, the thing about it is they're playing Jacksonville, who's been better on defense lately. Pick six to what win it last week. And um, <clears throat> he's also not the first option, right? So I do like the involvement of Akers in that run scenario much more than Elijah Moore. So that's our would you rather for this week, guys. So if we quickly look at week 16 here to kind of wrap things up, Let's go into, you know, just maybe a blurb or two about each game. So, again, Thursday night game, Jacksonville at the Jets. It's going to be a tough football game. Jacksonville has a shot. They're just a game behind Tennessee now. So, they're, they're, they they got to play. They're, they're feeling pretty chippy coming off some, some bargains that have worked out for them down the stretch here. Lawrence is playing some of his best football of the year. He's still not great. But he's making strides. They're feeling very good about themselves. The Jets, on the other hand, no Mike White. You got to go with Wilson again this week. Um, they seem to be fading. And I honestly think the Jaguars are catching on so strong. I think they can go up to New York and win this football game. I'm going to take Jacksonville. I think New York continues to crumble a little bit. Um, in terms of production in this one, you know, I think Etienne is you know, going to be better than he has been in recent weeks. They're going to get him involved. I also think that additionally, you know, Zay Jones, maybe Marvin Jones, maybe. I think things are going to be harder for Christian Kirk unless he's in the slot. Now, if he's in the slot, I'll take him because I don't think that Sauce Garden is probably going to follow. So maybe we do say Kirk, right? Let's just say Kirk, uh, Evan Ingram. You know, tight end is a barren wasteland, so maybe he gets you five points if that's what you're interested in. Jets, Brian Robinson could be a revenge thing here versus Jacksonville. They let him go. I don't know how well he knows the offense, though, because they just, like, don't play him. But Zonovan Knight should be in a good spot, but don't be surprised if you see some Robinson, so maybe in the Millie Maker lineup or something. Take a chance on that guy. They might just doze him in from the goal line twice, right? Something like that. Two, three touches, two touchdowns, two touches, two touchdowns. But as far as the Jets' offense go, we're going to get Wilson again. Uh, we've seen that he can activate his guys. So, you know, Garrett Wilson, 
in play. Elijah Moore, some, but a little less. Um, you know, the Jets are anchored by their defense mostly. I think that missing Mike White and Jacksonville stronger playing D lately is going to be the story in this one. I think Jacksonville c- continues to roll. Moving on to Buffalo at Chicago. Buffalo a lot to play for Chicago. Not uh, be so surprised and upset as a Bears fan if Chicago plays fields this week. You you know what you have. You've seen what you have. You should shut them down and you know maybe see if you can catch a better pick or something uh, at three and eleven here. But I don't expect much from Chicago. Montgomery, yeah, sure, you could play him and feel really good about that. I probably stay away from everything else. Buffalo, Allen's all system go. Diggs is all system go. Don't play Knox if you don't have to. But Singletary should be fine. Maybe even Moss because I think it's going to be garbage time. So if you want to do you know Moss or Hines or something like that in the tournament, not a problem. New Orleans at Cleveland, not a lot to play for here for Cleveland. New Orleans hanging around. They're just a game out from Tampa Bay. So technically still very much alive there. If you if you look at that NFC South, it's actually Tampa Bay at six and eight. And then the Panthers, the Saints, and the Falcons are all five and nine. So they're playing football, right? Like we talked about that Panthers and Detroit game. That's gonna be a, a good football game because the Panthers potentially could still be in the playoffs, as weird as it is to say. So same case with New Orleans. They're coming to Cleveland to play football. Uh, I do think that Kamara could have a decent game here. Uh, A little tougher for Olave. Uh, Landry, I like him in the the coming back to Cleveland game, the revenge aspect. I think that's cool. That could actually work. Um, And New Orleans Saints defense is going to try to show up. But for the Cleveland side of things, I do think that Chubb can have his way. Um, primarily leading the way. Um, I also think that Watson will continue to improve. Deshaun Watson, I think he'll he'll you know connect with Amari and Peoples Jones. So Cleveland should, you know, I, they could play spoiler here. They could win this football game. I think they have enough of that, and I think that New Orleans gets knocked knocked out. But Dalton should play sufficiently. I think he can get it to um, the tight end, and I want to say. Uh, Juwan Johnson, that's the guy I'm looking at for tight end this week. So I, I like him a little bit more than, say, I would like Olave. So I like Jarvis Landry along with him. Kamara's fine. Should be able to run at Cleveland. But uh, Dalton, for sure, uh, is going to keep this team around. I just think Cleveland ultimately will be able to have their way down the stretch as Watson continues to play better and find his guys. And Chubb will be able to run it out. Houston at Tennessee. Uh, Tennessee's going to lean on Derrick Henry. That's what they do. That's this time of year. Houston is like one of the worst teams against the run. No need to get cute with it, right? Like Tannehill maybe run to the goal line or something like that. We know Houston's scrappy. They're not giving up. Lovey's boys are playing. They're not going to win, but they're playing, right? But anyways, Tennessee's going to win. They've got to have this to stay ahead of Jacksonville. Houston would love to play spoiler, but uh, I think it's going to be too much King Henry to go to deal with. And then on Saturday, we actually get another really good game here. Uh, Seattle at Kansas City. So Seattle, again, a game behind the Giants in that wild card spot, uh, that last wild card spot. They can't afford a loss here. Uh, or I should say like a yeah, game and a half behind. They can't afford a loss here. Kansas City trying to get home field advantage. So they're going to be playing. Seattle's going to have their hands full. Um, you know, injured, but Walker 
if you know if he's better than he was last week, then that's going to be fine. That's more than enough. You like the receivers, obviously Lockett and Metcalf uh, to go along with Geno here. But Kansas City side of things, I think that's where the story is. Just Mahomes distributing. He's getting McCole Hartman back, so he's got you know his full array of weapons. When they have everybody, it really changes the things that they can do, and they may be trying to get him back involved with this machine before the playoffs. And so we could see a lot more reverses and you know sort of that Miko Hartman type stuff. So, but one thing's for sure, Kansas City, I think, is going to win this football game. Their defense should play better. Um, than they than they have been recently. I think they're going to start to form into some sort of a shape for playoffs. They're not a great defense, but they'll start to do some things good, like rush the passer. I think that uh, G- Gino's going to be under duress, so he's going to have to get the ball out quickly. That's going to be the story of this one. Can his receiver stretch the field far enough uh, to keep them in this football game and to keep up? I don't think so. Um, I'm not worried about a mistake from Seattle. I don't think they play mistake football, but too much Kansas City to go around uh, in a game they should win. Try to keep up with Buffalo. The Giants at Minnesota, this is a good one. Minnesota, same story. They're trying to get home field. They need this victory. The Giants are trying to stay in the playoff picture. They need this too. They're going to be going to Minnesota. And uh, as far as the Giants offense goes, you know, Danny Dimes should be able to dish it out, but I think you have to look at running the football with Saquon Barkley. And you got to look at leaning on him here. The same way Minnesota leaned on Cook in the second half there. I was I felt so good about that. Telling I played him and I'd leaned off of it at first. But but uh, I was worried right after the first half. But I played him and uh, felt good about that. But uh, maybe you know the Giants should maybe consider doing the same thing here. Uh, now on the offensive side of things for Minnesota, you know, it's it's Justin Jefferson can't be contained. I think Thielen's in a good spot. The Giants aren't bad against the pass, but Minnesota's much better at offense than the Giants are defense, I think. So those guys would be fine. But again, Dalvin Cook, too. I just think that there's an opportunity to force the Giants to commit to play the run, which should open things up on the back end for these receivers and for Cousins. It's going to be too much Minnesota. I don't think they're as good as everybody thinks they are. But the Giants have not been playing really well lately. And a win over the Red or the Commanders, that's just not impressive enough to me. So I think Minnesota at home here, probably going to roll. But the Giants are going to do their best to show up and play hard. you got to lean on Saquon. There's just nobody in the passing game that, that is stepping up regularly habitually to lead the giants in that way so you just end up with not enough firepower at the end of the day minnesota's probably gonna win cincinnati at new england new england not a great football team man that 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 you know shovel pass stuff to end the game that was terrible i mean they probably had a chance to win that if they go to overtime but this is a shell of the way this team used to be now, this week in particular, Ramon Stevenson banged up again. Will he play? If he plays, he's a good play. Uh, we'll have to see what happens if he doesn't. We don't know if Harris, we don't think Harris is going to go. So you have to see what happens. Um, but the running game is going to be a good bet here. We also like Hunter Henry here. Again, that's where New England's going to go and just try to play good defense. On the other side of things, for Cincinnati, less about Chase this game, in my opinion. 
this is more of a Higgins game, you know, maybe even a Boyd game. But uh, if you want to run the football, Mixon, that's the opportunity. I think he's healthier than he's been in the past couple of weeks, so I kind of like Mixon right here. Uh, Cincinnati's won six in a row. New England's not that good. I mean, I know they're up in New England, but Cincinnati's won six in a row. They're the hottest team in football quietly right now. They are rounding themselves into shape. And I think New England's about to get hit with the buzz with the buzzsaw. Detroit, Carolina should be a fun one. Carolina's got a lot to play for late in the season here. Should be able to run the football. I think I would rather have Foreman over Hubbard. But in a desperation moment, if I needed to, I could play them both. Um, in a tournament, I could play either or I could play them both. There's just room to run. They should have a balanced offense. Uh, DJ Moore also in a good spot. Uh, if there's a, like a Millie Maker thing or a tournament, you could take a chance on Terrence Marshall or LaVisca Chenault, more rather. But their offense should be able to score some points. Detroit, they will also be able to score some points. I think for Detroit, you know, running the football is primarily the way that they're going to be able to do it, though. So Swift. And then Williams punching it in. I like the both of them. That's a much better tandem than the Carolina tandem. And again, of the Carolina, if I had to take one of the two, it's Hubbard. Okay. Oh, excuse me. Foreman over Hubbard. Sorry. Didn't mean to confuse you guys. <coughs> Receiver-wise for Detroit, not sure. Golf could pass it around. He's got Jameson Williams now. He's got everybody. He's got this complement of weapons. Not as easy as just saying Amon Ross St. Brown anymore. Ultimately, it's also golf on the road. So I'm a little leery to invest in that side of the football. But if you want to invest in the run, that's fine. Um, golf's going to have to play decently to keep him in this one, though. This should be a fun one. Can Detroit win it? I think they can, but I'm going to give it to Carolina. They're at home, and it's a great opportunity. I don't think they're going to let this slip through their hands. Detroit loses right here. I'll, I'll, I'll go on a limb and say that. Baltimore hosting Atlanta. Atlanta's going to run. So I like, you know, I like Patterson. I like Algier. Don't really like anything else. Ritter in that offense, I don't like that. Baltimore defense should be great against them. Uh, as far as Baltimore goes, we don't think Jackson's going to play, but Dobbins should be fine. I'll probably stay away from the Baltimore passing game and the game they should win. Washington at San Francisco. Uh, you know, Washington starting to fade. I think they fade again here next you know, next this week. San Francisco's a much better football team, even with Brock Purdy. Uh, there's a chance Chase Young might play, but ultimately it doesn't matter. Uh, I think CMC has a chance. Uh, now the one thing I'll say here is he's playing his former coach. Typically, um, the coach would understand you know, how to game plan against this guy. And that and that coach being, being Ron, uh, Riverboat Ron Rivera, who is coach of the Carolina Panthers prior to his job with Washington. So there's a lot of familiarity there. But Shanahan can use running backs in a lot of different ways. That's the thing that makes this unique. So I don't have a problem with playing CMC. Ayuk, uh, he should be fine. You know, but Kittle probably more in play than Ayuk. Um, and they should be able to spread things around. But, yeah, every, the offense, I you know, Washington has, can play well in spurts. But 
you know, if they establish the run, I don't think Washington's going to have a chance to win this football game. They're not going to score enough points to keep up. McLaurin's going to have a tough day. Uh, I also believe that the running game is going to have a tough day too. So I'm not exactly sure what part of Washington's game is going to work for them in, their, in, this, in an advantage. And they're on the road. San Francisco's defense is in a great spot. Philly at Dallas, big-time football game. We have to see whether Hurts, play, Hurts plays or not. That changes the complexion of the football game. If he does play, then Dallas is going to have to maybe think about how they contain him. So that may loosen up things for Goddard, who will probably play. So I would like him, um, you know, as well as the run game, too, like Miles Sanders. Now, if Minshew plays, then I think it becomes more of a thing where maybe it's A.J. Brown, maybe it's Devontae Smith, maybe it's the run game still. I like the run game for Philly no matter what. I think the offensive line, they're going to have to use their best asset. That's the offensive line. So let these guys go on the offense against Dallas, who's a pretty decent defense, although they haven't been playing well lately. Let these guys go on the offense and do what they do and try to establish the ground. That's the path to victory. But as I said, the the running game or the passing game and how that plays out just depends on who plays that quarterback. Uh, for the Dallas side of things, you know, a lot of mistakes on offense lately, and that's just not going to cut it against this Philly defense. You know, they are you know, they are not as good as the Philly defense. It's going to be tough, but they could run the football against Philadelphia. So I think you see a heavy amount of Pollard and Zeke to establish things, and they try to open it up from there. Uh, Noah Brown, I think, is in a good spot, probably better than Lamb. But uh, as far as, you know, the Philadelphia side, the defense, you know, it's going to be up to if they could stop the run or not. If they can't, Dallas will just continue to shove it down their throats and, you know, hopefully keep the momentum up at home. I do think that either way, whether Hurts plays or not, Philadelphia will win this football game. All right. Vegas at Pittsburgh, not a lot to play here for probably either of these teams, but Pittsburgh is going to play hard, like I said. I think they have a chance to beat Vegas. Vegas is not a great football team. Pittsburgh is not a great football team either, but they play hard for their coach. They'll be led by their defense, not really overly invested in anything in the offense. Deontay Johnson should be fine. I would also say that uh, Najee Harris is fine. But I probably don't go crazy outside of anything else. You can play Pittsburgh defense if you want. I, you know, I don't. There's a chance Devontae Adams could have a good game, um, but Brandon or Josh Jacobs, rather, you know, I, I'm more interested in him leading the way. I just don't think Vegas is going to go on the road and win this one in Pittsburgh. Green Bay at Miami. Green Bay needs to win out to have a hope of going to the playoffs, and I just don't see them beating Miami, who needs a comeback win. After losing a tough one to Buffalo, it was an exciting game last week. We got a little snow in the end there. But Miami can't afford another loss. They've got to stay ahead of everybody in that wild card race. And so I do think they'll take care of business here. You should see Mostert have a decent game here. I think he's in a great spot for sure. And, uh, you know, Waddle's also in a good spot here, as well as Jacecki. Probably a tougher game for Hill, but he could still get double digits because he's Tyreek Hill. So Tua in play as well. On the Green Bay side of things, they're not a great football team. I just don't think that the offense has enough of what it takes to beat Miami. Now, Jones should be fine. 
Dylan, I'm worried that it's not going to be close enough for him to be effective. Jones should be fine whether he's running or catching passes. As far as the Green Bay offense goes, I think if last week is an indicator, Rodgers is going to spread it around. Now that Dobbs is back, he kind of spread it around. So I think he'll keep doing that. Uh, you should find some minimal success. But turnovers, I mean, I just don't – they don't have as much in the tank as Miami does, and I just think they'll sputter out in that one on Christmas Day. And then Sunday afternoon, Denver at the Rams, L.A. Rams, is a you know a game of two teams with not a lot to play for. Um, you know, I like Cam Akers. I think that's the one thing you could say there for the Rams for sure. Uh, running against Denver, probably a little easier than passing. On the Denver side of things, um, you know, Latavius Murray, fine on the ground. Also, uh, Jerry Judy would be the receiver I would be interested in. Outside of that, not a lot of interest here. We'll give it to the Rams because they're at home. Just two uninspired football teams not playing for a lot. Tampa Bay on the road at Arizona. Arizona not playing for much, but Tampa Bay still having a chance to uh, make the playoffs here. They are in control of the division, but only by a game. So they're coming in hot. I do think that they will be able to run with Fournette, maybe you know some split time with Rashad. So I don't like one over the other, but I would prefer Fournette if I had a choice. Uh, Godwin, that's the that's the receiver I'm looking at right there above all else. Um, you like to say Mike Evans. He's let me down so many times this year. Is he a good play? Yes. Will I be doing it? Probably not, but Godwin for sure. Uh, you can just play Tom Brady. You know, you can do that. You can play Tom Brady if you want to because I think he'll probably have a decent day. Arizona doesn't provide much in the way of defense to be worried about. So can Tampa Bay go on the road and get this one? I, I do believe they can. For the Arizona side of things, Connor probably going to find a tougher day on the ground, but he can get those goal line touches and get touchdown here. He can get double digits. I won't, I'm not worried about that. They will have to rely on him to keep the Tampa Bay defense honest. As far as uh, receivers go, you know, Deshaun, you know, I, I, you know, DeAndre Hopkins can get open when he wants to get open. So let's play him double. We, should, you know, he could get double digit points this week, um, but it is a tougher matchup. But I'm never gonna say sit him. If you got him seasonal, play him and feel great about it. Uh, DFS, eh, probably a tournament play. I'm not gonna say don't play. Probably a tournament play. Then the final game being uh, the LA Chargers at Indianapolis on Monday night. Again, the way to beat the Chargers is running the football. So for Indy, Deion Jackson, you know, I think he's a really fine play. Ultimately, um, you know, I don't think Indianapolis can win this football game. Chargers are coming on, trying to get that last playoff spot. You know, they're playing hard. They're neck and neck with Miami. They're not going to let up here. Uh, Eckler, I think he's going to play, and I think he's a good play for that matter. A little less on Keenan Allen this week. Well, actually, I'm a little uh, down on... uh, I'd say Williams this week. Keenan Allen should be fine if they'll move him in the slot. I think Gilmore stays out wide with Williams. Stephon Gilmore, that is, for the Colts. So maybe shuts him down a little bit, but Allen should find a little bit more success, along with Eckler, as I said. But those would be the guys I would be interested in, along with maybe, um, you know, Herbert. He's just underperformed so much lately. I probably just play those guys and stay away from him. But this is the game that they should win. The Chargers defense will find a way to interject themselves and help pull out the victory. So that's the way I see it. Guys, that's the information that I have for you this week. Nothing over the top. Just a little quick something about every team. Good luck to you guys. We're continuing our playoff push. If you have specific questions, 
reach out to me, but don't overcomplicate it. Play your guys that have been scoring points and your guys that have been winning. It's all on the chip. It's all on the table now, right? It's nothing else that we can do. Um, the waiver wire probably is not the best idea unless you just have some recent injury and you got to cover for that. Like, don't go searching for some magical something out there. Like, just you know, find some confidence in what you're doing. And if not, you know how to find me. All right, y'all. Peace. The process is brought to you by Tiger Bomb Sports Audio Entertainment.